Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the front office studios in the beautiful Whispering Heights luxury living, working, and dining complex, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East, season number four, show number 22, recorded Monday, June 26th, 2023. I am David Leip. Tonight's show, we're going to talk tennis with the 1A Mespy winners for doubles team of the year from Triad High School. Dylan Henderson and Mark Freudcore, first guest. Second guest is the new athletic director at Edwardsville High School, Amy Boscolo. Guest number three, also from Triad High School, Coach Jesse Booger, 3A Mespy winners for baseball team of the year. And guest number four is Coach Amy Sheehan and her son Cameron, Mespy winners for Boys Volleyball Team and Individual Player of the Year. Before we get to these awesome guests, I need to thank partners Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquee, The Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And three things you can always do to help. Subscribe to this podcast. It helps a bunch, and it's free. Number two, follow us in all, in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And number three, if you have a story idea, email me, please, at mespdave at gmail.com. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, high school team, college team, middle school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. Welcome to the show, Dylan Henderson, Mark Freudcore. Hello. Say something. Yeah, say hey. something, Mark, so I know you're here. Attaboy. Congratulations, guys. Great year. Quarterfinalist at the state tournament. No joke. Thank you. What, what do you remember about the regular season? Let's start there. Um, we had a lot of success, obviously. Um, we had a good season. I think two losses on, in the regular season, we could have had three. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but definitely a lot of success and it was really fun. Played number one doubles all year. Yeah. Very good. What are you going to remember, Mark? Um, there's a lot of inconsistencies throughout the regular season just cause like midway through I had a knee injury and. I missed a week, and then I had to come back, and um, I wasn't with Dylan for a long time because they didn't want to put me straight at number one, but I'll probably remember that the most. What What was the knee injury? Um, I don't know specifically what it was. It was just, I don't know, it was just hurting. And then State, getting to the quarterfinals is, is, a, is a tough, tough road. What do you remember about the State tournament, boys? Um. Uh, we had like a tough experience our sophomore year. We had we were close to being seeded. We won the sectional and then we lost our first two matches at state, in, both in third set tiebreakers. Mm. So we were disappointed clearly. And then our junior year, um, we had we had more success. We were all state. Was we were ninth place, which at the time was the highest someone from Triad had ever had. And then this year got sixth and we had a lot of good matches and it was just really fun to go out and compete yeah this year especially there was a it was really different because like in the quarterfinals especially like we had line judges we did a coin uh, flip for to see who would uh uh serve first so it was just a lot different from what we normally do Mark, do you play anything I know that Dylan runs cross country do you play anything else at at triad uh no just tennis Okay, very good. And how old were you when you started playing tennis? Uh, I was going into fifth grade that summer, so okay. like 10 years old. Cool. 
and you've been playing tennis your whole life. I know your dad was a tennis coach and a tennis player in yeah. high school and, and so forth. I've known your, known your family through tennis for a long time. Well, congratulations on all the success. Your team also is the Team Mespy winner for 1A Team of the Year, another conference championship for you guys. And you had a big senior class. I know Jake Stewart was a senior. He played number one for you guys. You guys were seniors. How many other seniors were on your team this year? Uh, we had one more senior on varsity, Andrew Carter. Um, and then we had our seven and eight guys were seniors. And then we had probably three or four more seniors. And they all competed well this year. What do you play in your conference? What are, you, what are your conference matches? Uh, it's uh, six singles, three doubles. Okay. Has it always been that way? Uh, I think so. The whole time we've been in high school, for sure. I feel like I remember you guys playing a different format, but I don't know. That's that's the best format to play, though, because it gives you a chance to uh, to play both. To play both. Do you enjoy playing singles in those conference matches when you get a chance to, or is it something that you're because you play mostly doubles in your tournaments? Is it something that causes you stress? Uh, this year, I've, I enjoyed singles a lot more because I don't know. It was something different, and it was less stressful than doubles because I knew that we had to, like, basically win every single match for doubles like we were expected to. So singles this year was a lot It was a lot more fun and a lot more enjoying. All right, guys. Edwardsville has a bunch of great restaurants, but at the top of my list is Wang Gang Asian Eats. I've been a huge fan for years. Why? Their contemporary Asian menu is loaded with innovative takes on classic Asian flavors. Tasty appetizers like potstickers, Choo-choo shrimp, crab rangoon, delicious entrees like their famous drunken noodle and the dragon poke bowl combined with their unique bar menu and world-class service makes Wang Gang a perfect destination for date night, family night, or even Sunday brunch. But if Asian ain't your thing, pop into Chappie's right next door for the best burgers, fried chicken shakes, and the coldest beer on the planet. Located just west of Edwardsville High School, it's easy to find and you'll be glad you checked out both places. By the way, all guests who appear on this podcast get a free shake at Chappie's. That's good news, right? That is. All right, let's talk about next year. What's the future? Mark, you told me off mic. T- tell me again, where are you going? Uh, Illinois Wesleyan University. And no more tennis for you? Uh, most likely not. Okay. And Dylan? I'm going to University of Illinois. And your brother goes there too? Yes, he does. Right? So this is going to be the first time in about seven or eight years that there hasn't been a Henderson on the tennis team at Triad. Jack Carmody's going to miss that. As well as Ford Course, too. They've, he's had four or three brothers that have played as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't realize that. Very good. All right. Well, what are you guys going to miss about playing tennis at Triad next year when you are at Illinois Wesleyan in Champaign? I would say a lot of, the, a lot of my favorite memories uh, from tennis are just with the people, like, hanging out with – the teammates, they're, uh, they're all so uh, nice and fun to hang out with, and we all compete very well. And I would just say hanging out with the team. Yeah, I'd say the same. Like like at the hotels, like whenever we go out of town, those are some, some of my favorite memories with the team and yeah, just hanging out with them in general. Where do you guys go when you, when you travel out of town? Uh, this year we went to Gulf Shores, which was like cool. the first time we've ever gone there. And we go to uh, the Pitchford tournament, and that's that in it? Metamora, right? Yeah, yeah, Metamora. And that, I mean, we those are the only overnight tournaments we've had. But and even, state and state, of course. And the bus rides are fun too. We're all we always just mess around on the bus. Does Jack Carmody drive the bus? Yes. Yeah. Is he a good driver? Reckless. <laughs> but he's good. He's good. <laughs> I'm sure, I, Mark is kidding. I'm sure Coach Carmody is a fan. Fantastic driver, like all former Granite City tennis players. Uh, anyway, describe pl- describe playing for Jack Carmody. He's kind of a unique character in the world of tennis. Mark, how would you describe Coach Carmody? Uh, he's a lot of fun, you know, in, in practice especially. Uh, but he knows when to get serious and, you know, lock in on stuff. So, yeah. I would definitely agree with what Mark said. He's definitely a different coach from, like, my experiences in cross country I had a more serious coach, and going to Jack or Coach Carmody, he's very different, and he's he's pretty funny, and but he does know when to become serious, and he knows when to he knows how to win clearly. And he knows tennis. He's been around tennis for a long time. He played in high school. He played in college. Um, 
competitive player, and the assistant coach, Devin Falkenberg, also an accomplished player and coach. He coaches the girls and helps out with the boys, and Devin played this weekend in the Edwardsville Open, presented by Opal Bash Group, by the way, and uh, he's still a fantastic player. Are you ever able to play Devin in practice? You hit with him a lot? Uh, it was more Jake, our number one singles guy that hit with him, but I mean, he would jump in a couple of the doubles matches, and of course, we would warm up with him and stuff, but yeah, he's definitely a really good player. Yeah, I mean, in the summer now, he's hitting me up like two to three days a week to hit, so. Coach Falkenberg is. Yeah. Good, yeah, he's still fit, still playing well. He uh, had a good tournament this weekend. All right, guys, well, congratulations on the success. Uh, the best of luck to both of you at Wesleyan and uh, Champaign, University of Illinois. Dylan, it was a pleasure working with you at the YMCA. You were in the junior program that I that I helped coach, so I've worked with you personally on the court, on the court for several years. Uh, Mark, I don't know you personally on the court, but I know you're a fine player. Getting to the quarterfinals of 1A is, is a difficult chore. So you guys had a fantastic year and fantastic careers, and I wish you the best of luck moving forward. Thanks. Thank you. The new athletic director at Edwardsville High School, my new boss, Amy Boscolo, is guest number two. Boscolo. Correct. Is guest number two tonight. But first, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game the chance to serve you. They've got offices in O'Fallon and Edwardsville with more than 165 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 11,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families because Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they've been ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276. Or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Former athletic director at Highland High School. Correct. Actually, at, on June 26th, as we record this, you've got a few more days to go at Highland. Correct. Wrapping up some business. And then your first official day on the job at Edwardsville High School is? Contract starts July 1. Are you excited? Yeah, you can expect your first email July one. July one, I'm getting an email from you. Am I gonna get? To, am I gonna have to block you? Am I gonna get so many emails from you that I'm gonna that I'm, you're gonna drive me crazy? Absolutely not. Nope. Not too many. Not too many. What is your style? Um, I am very much a servant leader, so I really am going to do a lot of partnerships. Like when you said I'm your boss, I I find that to be false. We're a team. Like we work together. Do I have to make some hard decisions every once in a while? Yeah, I do. But that's not that's not my style. We work together. We work to benefit our kids and our community. So it's a it's very much a partnership. How did you get into sports? I grew up watching sports just with my family. Um, my brother played college football. There's a pretty significant age gap with my family. Um, so I have an older brother and sister, and a 16 year gap, and a brother and me. So um, my I was two when my brother was playing college football. So. We would, everybody would load up in the car and we would drive to Iowa and we'd watch him play football. So I'd stand on the sidelines with the cheerleaders. My dad would take pictures. And so sports started really young. Uh, my mom is actually the big sports guru in the family. And so she was the one White Sox games on all the time. And we watched the Bears and the Blackhawks. So I'm like, I'm a Chicago kid. So sports have been nonstop my entire life. Wasn't it Elk Grove? Uh, Palos Hills. Palos Hills. Stag? Stag, yep. Stag, Amos Alonzo Stag High School. That is correct. Inventor of the forward pass. There you go. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I got that right. So the the only other people that I know that went to Stag, famous people are the Kapinskis, tennis uh, twins that played at University of Illinois. What did you play at Stag? Anything? I was a track and field athlete. Um, I did a year of basketball, but I'm one of those kids. I did a little bit of everything. I was actually in marching band and, and in the band. I played three instruments. I sang in the choir. Um, I did a little bit of everything. Wow. Yeah. So you're going to have a, a deep understanding of the band at EHS and how hard those kids work. I think they're some of the hardest working kids in the school. I mean, they're out there already. They've been out there for weeks already working on their show for this fall. I think that, I mean, that's crazy how hard they work. It's incredible. I mean, uh, fine arts is, is super special. And I think 
merging fine arts and athletics, like that has to happen. Like you don't have a great football game or basketball game without a pep band, without the marching band. Um, I know in Highland, that was one of the things that always made my heart melt was watching the kids stay in the stands during the marching band competition or the performance at halftime. Like they all stayed and they watched and then they would go and have their snacks. It was a, it's kind of one of those pieces where kids come to school for athletics, for extracurriculars. Not everybody shows up every day for the academics. They have to do the academics, but it's it's just a piece. It's making kids well-rounded, and I don't care what you choose to do. Get involved in something. And, um, yes, sports are my passion. It's what I love, but I love my fine arts kids. What did you play? What uh, instruments? You said you played three instruments? Saxophone, flute, and oboe. Oboe? That's right. We needed an oboe player. We didn't have anybody, so I was like, I'll, I'll switch, like, you need somebody? I can play two years, so that's what I did my junior, senior year. You're a team player. Yeah, whatever you need. What did you do in track? I was a thrower. I threw a shot put and discus. Yeah. We've got some good ones at Edwardsville High School. We've got some really good. Wait. Yeah, we got some really good throwers. All right. You want to know how you can get 500 bucks for any team at EHS? All you've got to do is get people to refinance with Andy Calloway. Andy Calloway of Calloway Home Loans saves me money every month now. And he will save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans. And ask for the Metro East Sports Podcast Special. If you refinance with Andy, he will donate $500 to the Metro East High School or Junior High team of your choice. We just had the triad kids in here. If you want, he'll give 500 bucks to triad tennis. Amy Boscolo wants you to give that $500 to any team at Edwardsville High School. Right, Amy? That's right. All you got to do is refinance with Andy today. Terms and conditions apply. His phone number is 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team, in the Metro East. If you think that coach likes your kid now, just imagine how much he's going to love you when you get 500 bucks because you refinance with Andy. That's going to be awesome. Okay. I think you like your job. Every time I talk to you, you seem really passionate about it. I love my job. What do you love about it? I get to work with kids. I get to be around sports. I get to watch people be successful. I get to watch them learn from challenges. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. What's the toughest part about it? I think the hardest part is sometimes just being misunderstood. It's You're very vulnerable when you're in the role of athletic director. I mean, people care about sports, and there are just times where those tough decisions have to be made, and publicly I, I can only say so much, and I just kind of have to take a step back and take whatever is whatever comes to me and um, just know that every decision I make is always in the best interest of kids. You're in a high-profile job. In a, in a town where sports matter a lot, a lot of eyes are going to be on you. What are they going to see? They're going to see me at a lot of events. They're going to see me put my heart and soul into my, my job. Um, I want people to come and talk to me. I want people to get to know me. Um, I think that's sometimes, you know, communication is key and building relationships is just really important. So it's really easy to sit behind a screen and, and, say things about someone you don't really truly know. But if you get to know someone, you realize like, oh, I understand why that happened. So again, you have to be vulnerable. This job is, um, it's it's difficult. It's hard. But as long as I put the kids first, I can go home and sleep every single night without a problem. You were the only female athletic director in your previous conference. Correct. You are going to be the only female athletic director in your new conference. Correct. You are the first female athletic director in the history of Edwardsville High School. Edwardsville has had sports for over 100 years, never had a female athletic director. Do you feel like a pioneer? I don't. I feel like I'm doing my job. I mean, honestly, you know, I, I that's the thing. We, we tell our athletes to do it all the time. Do your job. We win when you do your job. So if I, if I go to work every day and I do my job, then um, it doesn't matter if I'm male or female. I just have to go and do my job. You don't feel any different. You don't feel like the only woman in the room when the, when the athletic directors get get together. It doesn't feel there's there's not an issue. There's nothing, no difference, nothing going on. It's Never. not weird. Never, never. I'm mean, the beauty with athletic directors. Like there's always 
competition amongst kids and coaches and there's programs are like, Ooh, I don't, I don't like that program or that's our arch rival with athletic directors. We, we do the same job and we're all very vulnerable. We're all, we know someone's going to win and someone's not every time we go into a contest. And so we work really hard together to give the best experience for our school community. And so we understand each other and you just walk into those rooms and in those meetings and everybody has an understanding of what the other people are going through. I think everybody who begins a new job thinks, I'm going to elevate this position in this way. This is my specialty. This is what I'm really good at. What are you really good at as an athletic director? How are you going to leave your thumbprint on this program, on this town, on this athletic community? Yeah, so I've thought a lot about this, honestly, as you know, as, as we're going through. And um, Edwardsville is not broken. Edwardsville is amazing. So my plan, honestly, when I come in and part of what my email is going to talk about is going to be talking about culture and what does culture look like to the coaches at Edwardsville? What does it look like for kids and how do we get that into one vision for our entire department and live that vision and every choice and decision we make goes back to that mission and that vision. And then from there, um, I'm really big on branding and branding our school and making sure that all of our kids get an opportunity to be featured on social media or in a different uh, athletic event. Our athletic events are community events. It's not just I'm showing up to the Friday night football game. Absolutely not. There's so much more that can be done to enhance the experience for the kids coming, to the parents that are coming, um, to the for the players, and for the community. So it's making those events community events so people feel special and they feel welcomed and that they feel like this is for all of us, not just some of us. You're excited. I'm so excited. You can't wait. Can't wait. Looking forward to that first day of school too, I bet. Always. It's like Christmas, right? Like we get to see everybody and say hello and it's a fresh start. And the beauty, you know, I've met you a couple of times and I've only met a handful of Edwardsville coaches a few times. And that's wonderful because we get to start fresh. I don't know, like, I don't know everybody. They don't know me. And we get to build that authentic relationship together and then transform into whatever we want it to be. What do you want the kids to know about you? What do you want the EHS kids to know about you before you ever start? Um, I'm, I'm actually a lot of fun. I love music. I like being active. Like I love to just joke around and kid and I'm super sarcastic and really dry. Um, but there's usually a sarcastic remark and then a goofy grin and a giggle afterwards. So they'll, they'll kind of figure that out pretty quick. Um, I want kids to come up and talk to me. Um, I will be the goofy one that'll sit at their lunch table and just start chatting because I want to get to know them. Um, I want to really just build those relationships really early. Um, I want kids to feel like they can walk in my door and tell me anything, especially if they need help. What were you listening to on the way here? You say you like music. Were you listening to music or were you listening? You probably were listening to the Metro Esports podcast. I was listening to Spotify. So, <laughs> All right. But who? What? What oh, song? Oh, it's just just all a mix. I really I really love like EDM music. I really love hip hop. So um, things that are current, I like to listen to that. So, Good enough. Amy Boscolo, the new athletic director at Edwardsville High School. She says that the, the term boss makes her a little bit uncomfortable, but you're my boss. I, ho I hope I'm, I'm not fired, am I? Are you already looking for a new tennis coach? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It just <laughs> depends. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're great. I can't wait to work with you. Thanks so much for coming by. Thanks for having me. Okay, we're going to talk triad baseball up next with center fielder and pitcher Brady Kuhn and head coach Jesse Booger. But first, let's talk golf. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out of the links by yourself or with your friends, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest, Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. I can't guarantee you a hole-in-one, but I'll guarantee you a good time. Okay, Coach, you a good golfer? I don't golf. It's because you spend too much time coaching baseball. Just to get you on the show, you were in 
Memphis, Nash, Nashville, where were you? We were in Memphis last week, heading to Kansas City this week. So nonstop baseball for you. Can't get enough. That's the way it is. <laughs> for a little while, yeah. Well, congratulations. Another fantastic year. Another must be for you as our 3A team of the year. And Brady, congratulations. Brady Coon, congratulations Thank on you. a fantastic year. And you've got another year to go. Mm-hmm. Got to be excited about that. Okay. Conference champs, regional champs, a lot, lot to be proud of. What will you remember about this season, Coach? Uh, it was just a really enjoyable group to be around for the most part. Really good kids, very competitive Uh Obviously, winning the regional final the way we want it was exciting, and that'll be memorable. Um, a overall, one zero. just really good kids. 1-0 victory over Highland, right? Yeah, Austin Brown was fantastic that day uh, again for us and uh, went all eight innings. So, yeah, there, there was some, there'll be a lot to remember. How about you, Brady? What will you remember from this baseball season? Uh, it was just a great time uh, playing with teammates and friends, really. I mean, I feel like we were pretty close all year. We really got after it in practice and games and whatnot, so – I think that's what I'm going to remember the most is playing with my friends. And I think the baseball culture at Triad High School expects to win. You guys have had success. For and sure. You've been there year after year. Another good another good year for you. And the results seem to breed more results. I think that's true. I think once you are winning, it's easier to continue winning than when you know we did have a period where we fell off and we didn't win. It was hard to begin winning again. Um, but once you kind of can – have it one success lead to the next and younger guys see how the older guys do it and you just kind of keep rolling a little bit and there's a lot of good baseball in this area right now i feel like you know columbia won state they were good uh jabot right one state they were good mcgivney was good uh edwardsville won state right you guys were so and it's not just one or two baseball teams in this area there's just a lot of good baseball being played in this area for sure. How do you I explain that? Uh, I, well, I, I think, you know, we have kids that spend a lot of time working on it now. I think there's a whole lot of kids playing a whole lot of baseball all the time. I think the coaches are doing – I personally think it's harder to coach now than it was maybe when I took over 15 years ago. I think there's a lot more guys that are doing a really, really good job of, of putting programs together and, and working with their teams. I think it's harder to win now than it was. Um, I think there was a time period where we could outwork people a little bit. I don't think that's the case now. And I do think there's a tremendous amount of talent, especially arms, the last couple of years in the area. The pitchers. Pitchers. Can, I mean, there's guys that can sling it. All over the place. Everywhere. I think it's interesting that you said that it's harder to win now because it sounds like there are a lot of teams that are working hard. I've, I mean, that's the way I feel like it. it is a little bit. I think that – there's not very many nights off. There's not very many games you can go into and say, okay, we're just going to outslug this team because we're out of pitching tonight or whatever. It just doesn't work that way. It's just tough. Yeah. Okay. Describe your game, Brady. Uh, I like to play fast. Uh like to just attack the game, really. I think that's the best way to play it. I think that that's just the easiest to me is constantly attacking, constantly getting after it, constantly playing fast, playing hard, and you out-hustling hit, people. And you I, hit first. Top of the lineup, right? Yeah. yeah. So you like to get on base, steal bases, make things happen on the on the base paths. Right, right. But you have some pop in your bat. He does four home runs. Oh, he's got this some year. pop. Yeah. Four I years. think it, you know, depending on how we construct in the lineup, or you know, if things were different, he could easily be a three hitter for us. It just happens to be that we wanted to run him up there as many times as possible this season, and that's so, why you put him first. Yeah. Very good. And center field, and a pitcher. Mm-hmm. You like. You like uh, being able to do both, play in the field or pitch? Yeah, it's a lot sometimes, but pitching, I feel like you're just you're in control of the game. You're in charge. It's a really on your shoulders a lot. So I like being able to do that, but even on games where I'm not pitching, it's cool um, being able to still contribute to wins. Do you still bat first even when you pitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way it works? Yeah. So. Cool. Um. Well, congratulations. Fantastic year. You've got another year left, too. Yeah. Excited for your senior year? Yeah, for sure. I think we're going to be good again. Do you play anything at Triad besides baseball? Uh, not anymore, no. What else did you used to play? Uh, I played basketball up until uh, my junior year, so after the, after this season. But uh, I just want to take this winter to really focus on baseball and college baseball, really. Get so better. So that's your goal is to continue to play yeah. collegially. Mm-hmm. What would a college coach be getting – if they got this kid, 
Uh, first and foremost, I think to begin a competitor, and then he's an athlete. I think that he will continue to get better at baseball, uh, but he has the athletic background. You know, he runs well, jumps, throws. He's he's fast. You know, he can he can check off a lot of boxes as far as being an athlete. Do the coaches have to give you the steal sign, or are you or are you allowed to go at will? I'm allowed to go at will. Really? Yeah. He's got a stop sign. That's about it. But he doesn't <laughs> get it very often. Uh, don't go sign, but other than that, we want them to go. <laughs> Most of the kids on your team get that sign, or is that just a Brady Coon thing? Uh, two or three at the most. So. How would you describe the style of your team? Is, are you a run-first team or station-to-station? Station? Uh, I wouldn't say we're station. We're, we try to be kind of a hybrid. I mean, we, we want to swing it. We, you know, everybody knows we don't bunt very much, but we do want to take bases. We want to go two bases at a time as much as possible. Try to set yourself up for – to be one hit away from scoring a run as much as possible. And you got a good crew coming back next year led by this guy. Yeah, we're pretty excited. So we return everybody up the middle. So the catcher, middle infield, center field. You know, we, we think we've got some answers for some other spots. So That's good. So what coaching are you doing this summer? Is it triad baseball or are no, you No, I'm helping with my son's team. Uh, he, he plays for 16U Extreme. Okay. So – and how many clubs locally are there? I know there's the Gators. We had Cromer on here last yeah, week talking we, about the Yeah, we've got news. guys that play for Gators. We've got guys that play for Extreme. We've had, in the past, we've had Pirates, Prospects. You know, we've had guys all over the place. Does it really matter to you where they play as long as they're playing? Nope, not really. So you, you know, just... I think it, no matter where they're at, they can learn something from somebody that's not me. Sometimes, you know, you've got confirmation bias with certain players, and they leave and come back a different guy, and you you're happy they did. Um, of course, we've had the opposite happen to you, but that could happen no matter what. What are the dimensions of your ballpark? We're about 325 down the line, about 375 to 380 in the gaps, and 385 to center. And how does that compare to the other teams in your conference in terms of field dimensions? Uh, I like our dimensions the best. Some of them have – very similar dimensions, but you have other conditions that you deal with, whether they, you know, we play spring baseball. So if they face where a north wind is blowing out and you start getting the good weather, then it feels like nobody can hit a home run because you're always hitting into the wind. Or I think I think ours plays about the fairest. If you if you barrel it up, you've got a chance to hit a home run. But center field's still pretty far away. Grass infield? We're turf on the infield, grass in the outfield. How about locally? Who's got the biggest field, the, the longest field, the, the field in which it's hardest to hit a home run? I've never asked this question before. I honestly have I, no I, idea. I think Belleville West. Belleville West plays like Yellowstone. It's tremendously big. And uh, Do you know what the dimensions are? Off the I top don't. Of I think it's about six miles to the center. <laughs> so, but the, you know, you're out on the prairie there. There's nothing to stop the wind, and it's usually blowing in. And, how, and who's got the smallest? Who's got the Wrigley Field? Uh Honestly, it's probably, you know, Tom Pyle plays pretty small at times, but we haven't been there in a few years, and Waterloo's not huge. So. And that's in your conference, so that makes that, right. that makes that dangerous for sure. It can be, yeah. Jesse, are you a teacher at Triad? Yeah. What I do you teach? I teach PE. And you've been teaching PE there the whole time for 15 years? Uh, 23 or 24 now, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And you Going fast. You played for Pyle, though, right? Oh, yeah, I played for Tom Pyle. And what position did you play? Uh, third base, sophomore, and junior year. I played shortstop senior year. What was that experience like for you? How would you describe Tom Pyle? That ha- what could you say about Tom Pyle that hasn't already been said? Oh, I don't know. Uh, entertaining at times, you know. Um, a lot of fun at times. And, and then, you know, not so much fun if you're not winning. So Yeah, that's, that's that for sure. Okay, Brady, you said you're looking to play in college. What are some of the schools you're looking at? Uh, just a couple of local schools, really, right now. I mean, just whoever. It's uh, I just, just have, he just went on a visit to SIUE. I know that. So yeah, Maryville, uh, a couple of JUCOs, but yeah, just around those levels. Did you play at SIUE? I played at SIUE my junior and senior year. I transferred from I'm old, so it was Southwest Missouri State. It's Missouri State now. I know your brother played at SIUE. Yeah, we got a chance to play one year together. Has he ever come out to help with the team? He doesn't help. Well, uh, his oldest son, Wyatt, 
played the last three years, so he was always in the crowd. I, I got some consulting, you know, after the games were over at times, but you know, he he's, he kind of minds his business. My former uh, my former English student, uh, the great <laughs> the great poet Mark Mark Booger with his fantastic poem about Montana, which will probably probably live forever. I'd I'd have to say for sure. All right, Brady. Good luck next year, man. I'll be rooting for you. Thank you. Coach, what's it going to take to uh, for the Knights to uh, roll again and win a Mespy again next year? What's it going to take for you guys to get it done? Well, you know, we've got some up-and-coming arms to go along with Brady coming back next year, and I think mostly staying healthy and continuing to work hard, and then just a little bit of, little bit of luck here and there. There are quite a few other teams that are returning players, too, and that'll be good. So, Even in your conference? Yeah, it won't be easy. It never is. But, uh, I mean, I like, I like the group we've got coming back. Coach Jesse Booger and center fielder and pitcher Brady Kuhn, Triad High School guys, thanks so much for coming by. Congratulations on the Mespy, and uh, keep rolling. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Talking Panther Boys Volleyball with the Sheehan's, Coach Amy and Son Cameron, the Team of the Year, Mespy winners for Team of the Year, and Mespy winner for Player of the Year. But first, I want to thank partner Cassin's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. The number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Casson's Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Casson's.com. Casson's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a truck or a minivan anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. And it's hot. It just got hot. It's summer. You need to get your air conditioning unit working perfectly, and if yours isn't working great, it's time for you to call Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, which is a family-owned and operated HVAC company that strives to provide quality heating and cooling services throughout the Metro East, including Edwardsville, Collinsville, Belleville, Troy, and O'Fallon. A proud train distributor, their technicians install and service all makes and models of equipment. Whether you're looking to maintain, repair, or replace, Viviano has you covered. For a service you can trust, don't hesitate to call Viviano today at 618-345-7498 or visit them online at vivianoair.com. It's hard to stop a train. All right, Coach Sheehan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Cameron, how's it going? You played for your mom for all these years. Was she tough on you in practice? Oh, yeah, definitely. Probably. Did you deserve it? Sometimes yes, but most of the time probably not. I think it worked. You were first team all state. I think mom did a did a pretty good job of getting you to where you are. And she's known you for a long time if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. She she worked me pretty hard in practice, her and my dad and assistant coach, but Okay. I didn't realize that. So your husband is his husband? Yes, my husband. Your husband, his dad is assistant so this really was a family affair. Yeah. Why didn't we bring him? <laughs> should have brought him. We should have. He uh, we should have brought him. He would have loved to have been here. Let's just talk about uh, him instead. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cameron, you're a tall kid. How tall are you? Six three, six four. That helps. Yeah. That helps with volleyball. Mm-hmm. What position do you play? Uh, outside hitter, right side hitter. So I'm, yeah, hitter. Do it all. Yeah. Love to, love to hit. I can set too. So. Good boy. Do it all. all right, Mom, let's start with you. When did your volleyball journey begin? I started volleyball back in fifth grade from – Germantown and I continued on until the end of college and then I started having kids and coaching them. Where did you go to high school? Breeze Modern Day. Okay. So you were part of you played for Coach Rockers. Yes, Coach Fred Rockers. The Great senior. guy. Six state championships or five state championships for him and one for his son. Yes. Did you win? Were you on any of those state championship teams? I was on three of them. Wow. My sophomore, junior, and senior year. It's kind of a different culture there in terms of volleyball culture at at modern day high school. I mean, kids go into that high school expecting to win state. Absolutely. And 
if you have other expectations, then you just don't make the team. Um, so going in, uh, modern day is a, is a powerhouse and they always have been. And it's, you know, I'm proud to be from there to play. And where did you play in college? Southeast Missouri State. And how long have you been the coach at O'Fallon? This is my, I started six years ago, but then we had a COVID year. So I've actually coached five teams, five years. Okay. And have you been the head coach of the boys all this time? Correct. Yes. Okay. What's it like for you coaching boys? I love it. Uh, The boys have a different energy going in. I also coach girls. I coach my youngest daughter and coached her since fifth grade, but uh, boys, it's, it's a different energy. Um, they come in and girl, girls are the same way, but I just see it as um, just, it's fun. It's fun. They have a lot of fun. They do a lot of laughing. They, they all get along and it's just, it's just been a great journey to be able to coach the boys at O'Fallon high school. I think what made it fun, especially this year was winning. And when you get, when you finish in the top four, it's a lot more fun, right? Absolutely. This year was a, was a fun ride. Um, we knew, like like we've always said, I mean, these seniors, I've coached them since fifth grade, fifth grade all the way through senior. And so I, I knew them very well, and they knew my coaching style. And this, this group, you know, I, I feel like we won a lot because of the chemistry of the team. I've had a lot – when people get to be seniors, they start to get – worn out from each other, but this group of boys, they hung out on weekends. They hung out after practice. They were just friends. They were friends and you could show it on the floor because that became a competition and they all worked together. They weren't out there for themselves. I had nobody out there that worried about their stats. I had, I had six kids on the floor at all times and, uh, nine on the bench that really wanted what's best for the team rather than individuals. And that made, that makes a coach's job a lot easier. I think it's great that there's, that there's boys volleyball. When I was a kid, there wasn't boys volleyball. And I tell people all the time, I'm maybe I would have played. I don't know. I played tennis, but maybe I would have played volleyball. It's a fan. It's a fantastic sport sport for young men or young women. Absolutely. And it's a quick paced game. And I see a lot of kids. I have a lot of kids that come out in high school and just want to try it for the first year. And I have a kid that's going to be a senior that's played for a year and a half. And he said, gosh, I wish I would have done this sooner because he just loves it. You know, it's not, a, it's not one of those sports that you play at kindergarten, starting kindergarten. It's a sport that you start. And once you start it, I think it used to be a girl's, you know, everyone said, Oh, it's a girl's sport. It's a mm-hmm. girl's sport. Well, um, you know, once they get out there on the floor, they realize it is a lot of fun. It's a sport that can be enjoyed by, by anybody, I think. I think it's a fantastic, fantastic Absolutely. Game. And so your mom was a coach, so you started playing, I'm, I'm guessing, when you were a very young kid. Yeah, yeah. Any other sports growing up? Um, Baseball, I wasn't really that good at baseball. And then I played football for O'Fallon this year. You did? Yeah. Okay. Was that your first year playing football? Had you played throughout high school? I played when I was younger, then I didn't play freshman year. I played sophomore year, which was COVID, and then junior and senior. Well, congratulations! You got you guys obviously had a, had an excellent uh, football season as well. All right, was it strange for you being coached by your mom, or was it just something that you were used to and it was just part of the deal? Something I'm used to, but I think it's going to be definitely a little weird not having her as a coach because she's coached me since fifth grade, and having all my best friends on that team. We've been friends, uh, went to kindergarten with each other, all the seniors this year, and we've been best friends for twelve years. So, kindergarten. Yeah. Kids from the neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? That's pretty cool. That is that that's really cool actually. So what's the next move for you, Cameron? Uh next year I'm going to McKendry to play volleyball there. Division Congratulations. One. Yeah. Uh, committed in December, I think. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that. That's fantastic. I don't think I've had any volleyball players from McKendry until now, until you. So I want to continue to have you back. I want you to come back. Boys volleyball is in the spring in college too, yeah, NCAs. Yeah. So about this time next year, we'll have you back in, and you can tell me what it was like playing at McKendry because I think McKendry does a fantastic job of giving lots of opportunities for athletes from our area to go there and continue to play. Okay, he said it was normal for him to be coached by you. 
Are you going to miss him next year? Um, am I going to miss him? Yes. Um, you know, it was, I kind of knew going into this year that it was the ending to something from a long time. And, um, you know, it, it was fun. It was fun coaching him and absolutely I'm going to miss him. Uh, you know, it's, it's fun to go home and have him around and, um, well, he's good too. <laughs> if he was no good, it would you wouldn't miss him. You'd yeah. be like, I'm glad that kid's gone. But he's a first team All State player, Amy. Come on, you're gonna miss this kid. He's good. Uh, yes, I mean he's definitely skilled. He's a he's a talented volleyball player. He plays all the way around for us. Um, you know, coaching uh, coaching my son, it it had to bring a whole new thing. And I kind of talked to my. I have an assistant coach who's not my husband. My husband's kind of a volunteer, okay. uh, but he has a son who's a freshman. And I kind of explained, Hey, um, coaching your son is different. You have to take it a lot of different ways. And co- I have an older son who I coached also. And he, um, I started probably when he was in seventh grade, understanding that I cannot bring volleyball home. And that was huge. So what happens in the core in the gym stays in the gym. And because I, I would come home and I would be angry at their work ethic and things like that. And at eating dinner, we would be arguing and I would get fired up. And I'm like, why is this happening? And so I kind of sat back and I kind of looked on it a little bit. I'm like, you know what? When I come home, I should be his mom, not his coach. That's that's disciplining players because they're not getting it after practice. So I kind of, one time I made Cameron, he wasn't given good work ethic. So I made him run from the neighborhood back to our house. And, uh, you know, that was one sign like I got, this is getting out, you know, I got to control this and understand that mom comes and then coach comes. And I make sure, you know, there are some things that I would pull him into the office and say, Hey, this isn't the way it works here. Or, um, you know, cause I don't want to yell at him more than anyone else in the gym. So I want to keep it. So, um, it, it was fun. It was great. It was bit, it's bittersweet. You know, it's sweet that I got to be able to coach my kid for that many years. And then it's kind of bitter that it's over. Is it just two boys for you? I have two boys and a, and a 12 year old girl. So seventh grade. Will she, is she a volleyball player too? Yes. Okay. She's at practice right now. So, but you won't coach her unless you become part of the women's program there at she Old Fallon? Will. She will. You think you uh, will? She definitely will. Well, I'm coaching her now. I coach her club team and I coach her school team. And um, I had that question brought up, am I going to stop boys and move on to the girls' side? Um, and I just, I enjoy the boys coaching them at this level. And am I going to, I, that's. Well, they've got a good, they've got a fantastic Women's coach there now, obviously. Absolutely, yes. Um, coach Massey, after 20 years, resigned three months ago. and I don't think I knew that. Yes, yes. So she resigned, and so they have Nat- – the new coach is Natalie Ott. She was from High – so she coached at O'Fallon before assistant, and then she was a head coach at yeah, High. I don't think I knew that. I didn't know that Melissa Massey was – Yes. She's still with Blue Steel, though. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I just love saying blue stuff. Yeah. <laughs> makes, makes me laugh every time yes. I say it. And she, and I mean, Melissa, I give all the kudos to Melissa. I mean, I have probably 95% of my program plays for blue steel. So I, you know, can't thank her enough for what she has done to make our, to help our program. I, st- I do still feel like boys volleyball is in the infancy in this area. Like we're just getting started compared to places like Southern California, which has had boys volleyball, you know, for 50 years or so. Right. Right. So I, I feel like, I feel like it's growing, but I think it's kind of exciting the way it's growing. Do you feel like boys volleyball is expanding and becoming more popular? Absolutely. Um, obviously down here we have, I think it's 10 to 12 teams just in Southern Illinois um, but I've seen five new additions to schools this year, um, just in Southern Illinois. And then hopefully I'm hoping central Illinois starts getting it because we go from 12 teams in Southern Illinois. The next closest is all the way up in Chicago. So there's 275 teams in the state of Illinois, but only 12 of them are down here. So middle Illinois doesn't have a lot of boys volleyball. They don't have saying. any. 
Huh. None. So it goes Chicago, then the huge gap, and then right here. Because St. Louis has had boys volleyball for a while. It's only the Metro East that seems like it's just adding teams recently. Absolutely. And, and Missouri is starting to add more teams as well. I think Missouri has about 50 or 60 uh, teams in Missouri, but I know they're expanding as well. And so that's why we go over to the river to play a lot in a lot of tournaments because it gets costly going up to Chicago to right. play. I'm honestly surprised that there's still only one class of volleyball in the state of Illinois. Absolutely. I, I mean, I say it's frustrating, but it's competitive. Um, you know, going up to state, going up to state, just like any, just like any state, Whenever we were, you know, Southern Illinois, they think Southern Illinois is Springfield, is right. Champ, you know, Bloomington. Joliet. Uh, Joliet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so going up there, you know, they're, where are you from? Where are you from? We've never heard of that. And so. Well, you haven't? Well, maybe you should have because O'Fallon just won state in soccer and basketball. So maybe you should have heard of it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And speaking right? of that, that yeah, was absolutely. That, that was a great experience. We had the soccer team up. Uh, within 30 miles from us when we were at state. So after our quarterfinal win, we went to support them in their semifinal game. And then they came to our semifinal game. And that was, you know, that's kind of unheard of. You go, you travel four and a half hours and you're within 30, you yeah. know, at the state tournament. So that was pretty neat. And that speaks to the success of O'Fallon, uh, of O'Fallon high school this year, obviously all winning state in, in two sports is just, just amazing. Um, so you guys had tons of success this year and, you know, again, that's, that's part of the reason for this podcast, the Metro East sports podcast is, is to accentuate the success in this region. And when I was a kid, yeah, it did feel like it was once in a blue moon that somebody from down here did something except for maybe modern day volleyball, Granite city soccer. Those were, those were teams that had success. But I think we've had so much success in the Metro East on a state level that if somebody from Chicago hasn't heard of us, they're not paying attention. Absolutely. What was it? A couple of years ago, we had three state championships in soccer down here. I think it was last year. The girls swept last it. Year. Altoff. Yes. And that's the second time. Altoff. Altoff triad no foul. Yeah. Well, that was yes. 2021. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they think that's a, their own state up there, so it's nice that people down here can go up and, you know. It's nice that you were able to show them otherwise. <laughs> so 11-0 in the conference, 31-7 and overall. Does every team in the Southwestern Conference have boys volleyball now? Does East St. Louis have boys volleyball? No, they do not. Okay. It's a year by year basis for them. Okay. So if they have enough kids, they'll come at they'll have a team. Everybody else has it though. Correct. Collinsville, Alton, Edwardsville, East and West. Yes. East and West don't. Yeah, they've got their separate teams. I feel like for a while they they combined. Yeah, maybe. I'm not familiar. Not since I've been coaching, uh, okay. maybe a while ago. So what's the future for boys volleyball in the in the local area? Do you see it continuing to to expand and and add even more teams? Oh, absolutely. There's not, I mean, a lot of, a lot of boys now are starting to play sand. You know, we have a sand court in our backyard and we have boys over playing today and it's just, they just want to get out there. They start to try it one time and they want to keep going. They want to keep going. And it, um, you know, it's a sport that you, you don't have to have a lot of training at when you're first starting because you're just out there at the park playing with friends. Right. And I had a couple of people, a couple of parents email me, say, Hey, my kid played volleyball in PE and really liked it. Would, you know, do you have any, in, any advice or input or something? So it starts, you know, it's, and you say, how tall is he? <laughs> Let's start with that. How high can he jump? And then, I, then I'll, then I'll tell you what I want you to do. He's four foot 10. He can't jump. Well, maybe, maybe you go talk to uh, Chris Eddie about golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway. great. No, that's just me. That's 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 what I that's what I would say if I were the volleyball coach. But I'm but I'm not. Okay. So how's the team look for next year? You're you're getting your this kid's not going to be around, and you're replacing some other seniors. All these kids grew up together. Yes, I we're uh, losing six seniors, six you know great players. We have a junior class. We have all state Nathan Fink, who's going to be a senior, um, just a beast out there on the floor. Great great leader. So I, 
I really have confidence in him to, I mean, he's been a starter for me for four years or three years, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. And so I have a lot of confidence in him to rally the team. We have a great young group. We have a lot of, our freshman group this year was very talented. And so I feel, um, you know, I, I feel, I feel good going into next year. Um, obviously we're, we're losing a setter. So setter, you know, it's like a quarterback. You, you got to find someone to replace them. But I have, you know, we have a couple people that are going to, they know that they know that I'm not going to play people just because they're seniors. They're going to, they're going to work hard. They're going to earn their spot. And that's what every practice I always, I always stress that we want to compete, compete, compete every practice. And so, um, I feel pretty good about next year. Sounds like you got a lot of kids. I mean, if you've got a good freshman class and that that's a good feeling as a coach. Absolutely. One of the best feelings. And you're going to be at McHenry next year. What are you going to miss about being at O'Fallon? Just being with all my friends and having my parents coaching. It's just it's going to be sad. I mean, I know I'll get meet new friends at McHenry, but it's not going to be the same as me playing with the kids from kindergarten or just talking about that stuff. I mean, I mean I'm just going to miss the chemistry there. And just being in high school, too. Is it going to be tough for you to watch him and not coach him, or are you looking forward to watching him and not coaching him? I'm looking forward to watching him and not coaching him. <laughs> I was the same. When my son played tennis in college, it was, I was ready to just sit there and just let him do his thing. Yeah. And that, it was, that, was, that was a step in the right direction for both of us anyway. Yes. So I to think, follow, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. you go ahead. Oh, I was just uh, – so my husband, he talks to the seniors a lot. I mean, he's known them for a long time, but he kept – saying, you guys are going to look back at this and you're going to be at shooters one weekend. When you're 21, you're going to be at shooters and you're going to be saying, remember this practice. You know, that's what, because they still do it. You know, we're for mid-40s. You still look at your friends, remember this from high school. And so that's uh, pretty cool that, and they're already doing it. They're already, remember this practice, remember this game. And so. Well, I think those, uh, the games that you'll remember were the ones at state. Yeah. Your big games. Yeah, right? definitely. Your most competitive games. Yeah. What do you? What specifically do you remember about state from this year? Uh, in our quarterfinal game, it was in the first set. Like we kind of got destroyed, and my mom she talked to all the seniors like, "This is not going to be our last game. You guys are going to come out here. We're going to compete." And we we came out the second set it was a close game. We won that one. Then the third set, I feel like we dominated them, and that was actually the best feeling just to have one more day because it was going to be a win-win situation no matter what. Top four, if we get a trophy, we get replaced. So I think it was going to be – it's a win-win no matter what. And you guys went deeper in the state series than any volleyball team, any boys' volleyball team previously, right? Correct. And you got fourth, and the girls got third, right? Am I remembering, am I remembering correctly? Didn't the girls get third? This year? Volleyball? Yeah. No. no. They lost in the uh, sectional championship, I think. Okay. But it was farther than they'd ever been this year? Yeah. Was that this yeah. year or last year? It was this year. Okay. I think it was super sectionals. Yeah, super sectionals, yes. yeah. Okay. Well, so volleyball is going going the right direction yes. in, in O'Fallon. And you're yeah. a big you're a big reason for that, Amy. So congratulations to you on Thank all you. your success. Are you a teacher at O'Fallon, by the way? No, I'm actually a teacher in the triad district. Okay. Yes. So that's how you know Jesse Booger yes. just walking out. Where yes. do you teach? Um, I teach at St. Jacob and Marine. I teach K through five PE. And I've been there for it'll be nineteen years. It's a private school? No, it's Triad. So oh, okay. Triad has three schools. It's Troy Schools, St. Jacob, and Marine. Okay. And they all feed into Triad Middle School. And so they're smaller towns. Gotcha. Um, but yes, it's fun. Good for you. All right, guys. Well, congratulations on the Mespies. Congratulations on all the success. Congratulations on coaching your kids and getting through it. And <laughs> everybody's still smiling and getting along. So that's yep. uh that's a testament to you and your coaching. And it sounds like the best advice that you would give to somebody who was going to coach their own kid is don't take it home with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You see your relationship as a parent go, you know, start to crack and, um, you know, to keep it together, you got to separate that home life and coaching life. All right. Thanks so much for coming by tonight. And thank you for listening. Thank you to you all for listening to the Metro Esports podcast. And thanks to our guests, Dylan Henderson, Mark Freudcore, do you have those kids in PE when they were kids at Triad when they were in middle school? Maybe no, not. No, I did not. Amy Boscolo, Jesse Booger, Amy Sheehan, her son Cameron, the volleyball crew from O'Fallon High School, and for partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, 
Keller Williams Marquee, the Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And for associate producers Keaton Anderson and Connor Hinterser, thank you for listening to the Metro Esports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.